welcome to the odd and offbeat podcast Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-nutty Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a nice, creamy nut butter. <laughs> Miscellaneous nut butter. <laughs> I feel like that's what you, you either say, like, nutty about coffee or chocolate, uh, or you say oaky about wine, if you're just trying to make yourself sound like you know what the hell you're uh, talking yeah, about. I use those to describe, like, I'll be like, ooh, this Brussels sprouts are oaky. Very oaky. <laughs> this apple juice is very nutty. <laughs> when I was in D.C. last week, I went to, um, a friend of mine took me to a speakeasy bar. Mm-hmm. Like, you go into an ice cream shop and knock on the wall and the wall slides open. Yeah, 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 yeah. And their thing, they had um, Brussels sprouts. She's like, these Brussels sprouts are amazing. And I'm like. No, because they're Brussels sprouts. Yeah, right? <laughs> the best Brussels sprouts. <laughs> you've the ever best had. cream spinach you've ever had. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're cream corn champion 1978. <laughs> Trust me, it's going to be amazing. The best spam you've ever <laughs> eaten in your life. It's like, okay, well, that's, the bar is not so high. Yeah. <laughs> the best Brussels sprout is like on par with the worst asparagus. See, that shit just drives me crazy man like a speakeasy that specializes in brussels sprouts how obnoxiously hipster is that it's like i gotta i gotta have a secret password to eat shitty (laughs) fucking food no (laughs) no no thank you so So obnoxious that or there and then we got pecans it was like a little dish of pecans like 15 bucks yeah no no thank you yeah you know what i mean it's just like if I'm going to somewhere secret, it's like I want to go to like some sort of sex club, fight club, fight club. <laughs> there needs to be illegal activities happening, not like a speakeasy where you're like, get to do your taxes. It's also an H and R block. Yeah. So like, stop it! You guys are ruining all things that are cool. You can file for a mortgage. <laughs> I want the speakeasy unemployment office (laughs) i want to have a craft cocktail and apply for jobs yeah speakeasy slash food bank (laughs) you gotta know the password to get your free shit you have to go into the trader joe's to the back knock on the freezer case it opens up that's how we can sell the conservatives on social programming (laughs) listen we'll give them free stuff but they gotta know the secret code and it switches once a week yeah (laughs) <laughs> the freezer you have to knock on at the Trader Joe's changes. So uh, how was D.C., man? It was a blast. Yeah. So I ended up having a gig cancel, so I just bummed around the East Coast visiting states. Um, I thought I was going to die. It was pretty cool. Okay. Uh, I went and saw It some, was pretty cool. <laughs> some yeah, cast- that's nationally. It's yeah, awesome. Went to see some castle remains, uh-huh. and they're up this, like, in Vermont, so it's all snowy. Yeah. And it's up this thing, and I'm like, oh, crap, I'm in a rental car. And I'm like, am I going to make it up this little mountainside? Uh-huh. So I'm driving up, and it's pretty snowy. I'm like, I'm going to turn around. And all of a sudden, this beater car just comes tearing out behind me, <laughs> passes me. And just, I'm like, all right, we're cool. Well, they don't care. <laughs> There's a reason it is a beater car. Because <laughs> yeah. it's been beat to hell by going up roads at 90 miles an hour. Yeah, so then I went up, and then I park. 
and the the trail's closed for the winter. Uh, I'm like, I'm going to find this. I don't know how far this remains are. Uh, so I start hiking, and I'm like slogging through the snow, and I finally find it. It's amazing. Yeah? It's a castle that burnt, a castle in quotes, but it was a lady's castle that burnt down. What? Who has a castle in Vermont? That's where I would, in the United States, that's where a castle would be, is Vermont. <laughs> you don't have a castle in like Wyoming. <laughs> New Mexico, maybe in New Mexico. So I go out to it, and it's amazing. And then this, out of nowhere, this lady in like jogging shorts and her, her like Labrador come walking by like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, you don't know what I had to brave. She's like, oh, you didn't go on the heated the yeah. heated driveway up? Yeah. Why'd you go through the tourist exit entrance? I, I totally, that's exactly what they're like. Oh, this road's plowed. That's hilarious. And so the castle was worth the effort to get there. Yeah, it was pretty cool remains. And like, what was the 90 mile an hour beater car doing? I've also heard, visiting the? They just kept going. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, they were not at the spot. Okay. They were driving around to the, to the heated entrance. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so awesome. How, how was Belize? Belize was fun, man. Uh, Eric and I did a cruise, and then we got off in Belize City and spent four days on San Pedro Island. Ooh. We went snorkeling a whole bunch, and I saw a bull, came face to face with a bull shark. What? Yeah, man. We were like- what? You're snor- living my dream. Why is seeing a bull shark oh, your dream? I love sharks. You gotta, do you hit it in the gills? No, man. They're like the most aggressive sharks there is. Yeah, it's like being in prison. You gotta show him you're in charge. Yeah, for long term. <laughs> <laughs> to to build your long term plan, it's not the short term. No, <laughs> you're not just being held till yeah. you sober up. <laughs> yeah, so we're snorkeling around. You know, we've seen a tur- we've seen turtles. We saw an octopus. We saw all sorts of rays and fish. And then Erica's off somewhere else, and I like swim. And all of a sudden, boom! There's this massive bull shark like swimming at me. Yeah, and then. Luckily, when I realized what it was, it sort of turned away, and I like instantly swam towards Erica so I could like uh-huh. try and pull off her fins or something. <laughs> Make her slow down. <laughs> and, you want to be the fast, fastest I, fish in the sea. And I like, grabbed her, and I'm like, I just saw a shark. And she's like, oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, nah. No. She's like, do you want to get out? I'm like, fuck yeah. I want to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. And I never swam faster, man. It was, but uh, it was funny because that was an accident. And then the next day, we went on like a shark diving excursion mm-hmm. but they're like nurse sharks so they're like yeah docile and it's funny because like you get there and the sharks know that the guides are throwing fish off the boat right mm-hmm. to get them to come around so you could swim with them and there's just a dozen or 13 like probably 10 to 12 foot sharks circling our boat and they're like okay just jump in we're like what <laughs> Do we just jump on top of the shark and just swim it down? Ride them. Yeah, like I'm not like ever. This goes against everything like I've some, ever seen in a movie or have learned. You're some Poseidon statue yeah, in the yeah, Atlantis. It's like they're just being circled by these sharks. I just jump in. They're cool. Are they cool with me jumping on top of them? They're, they're conditioned. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, beautiful water. Belize is super chill. Had a, We rented a golf cart. In the ocean. Yeah, we did. It's a cool snorkeling experience where you drive a golf cart around. Super slow, but totally worth it. You eventually get to the bull shark excursion. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend it, man. It's a, It was much needed trip. It was fun. Ah. So uh, you want to get to the stories? Let's do it. All right.
Let's get to some weird news. The story comes from CBSAustin.com. That's a news source more reliable than a crackhead's rent check. So you're saying crackheads can't keep... They're not reliable with paying the bills? Man. I know, it's very um, crackist of me. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, that is very crackheadist of you. Yeah, I know. You know, so speaking of ists, uh, when I was in uh, New York, or in Washington, D.C., I went to one of the Smithsonian buildings, mm-hmm. and they had the Swedish chef from the Muppets. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's probably super racist and offensive. Why? Because he's essentially doing the fake talk and the smear to bort, bort, bort. Like, he's mocking a language for laughs. Is... Uh, I'm trying to think of the chef. What does he look like? It looks like he's got like squinty eyes, like he's super high, a big mustache. Okay. And he throws stuff around. And gotcha. He's, like, and he's white. Yes. It's a white puppet. Ginger. He's a ginger. Yep. And he makes fun of a language. Yes. And you or it's think. just like if they had an Asian puppet just going ching chong, ching chong. But what, what language is he making fun of? Swedish. Oh, gotcha. And Are I, you sure that he's not actually speaking Swedish? I Googled it. Okay. <laughs> You Googled boing, jang, boing. Yeah. That's what you Googled? I did have my phone on Google Translate. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, are you watching the Muppets? Well, and here's... Wait, so do they have the actor there or the Muppet the, itself? The Muppet itself. The actor's just there in a classroom. I don't know. You ask him questions. <laughs> I don't know. He's in the mummy exhibit. You no, know, because sometimes they'll have like guest speakers. Like when I was at the Holocaust Museum in D.C., mm-hmm. they had a Holocaust survivor there okay. that you could go and ask questions to. Oh. Did you ask them any questions? Yeah, I asked them. If you ride into town on a horse at four o'clock <laughs> on Friday and you leave us like <laughs> No, I didn't ask it a question. It I didn't ask them a question. So yeah, no, it was just the the puppet, but then it got me thinking. And then I Googled it and like the Prime Minister of Sweden in like twenty eleven had said that it sounds more like Norwegian. Gotcha. So it doesn't even sound like So Swedish. he even threw it under the bus. It was yep. like ah. But then there's no other mentions of it anywhere. Of it, like, being raised. So, like, one guy once a decade ago was like, yeah, probably not. Gotcha. Okay, I get you on the is. Yeah. Okay, I feel you. All right, well, so this story comes from McKinney, Texas. Title is, 12-year-old Texas boy sets yard on fire with Christmas gift, family says. I like how they had to put 12-year-old Texas boy. Like, 12-year-old Texas adult? Yeah, why why couldn't you just say twelve year old boy sets yard on fire? Well, twelve year old Texan. Because they're taking are they taking pride in that? He's a Texas boy. Yeah, born and bred. So this comes from McKinney, Texas, where uh, where Erica's family lives. Oh, an experiment with the Christmas gift set a Texas family's yard on fire that's, on Christmas Day. That's the last time we get Jimmy five alarm hot sauce. <laughs> he got that Tesla flamethrower. CNN reports 12-year-old Caden received a magnifying glass as a Christmas gift. All right, here's what I love about this. First of all, they're citing CNN as reporting. They're like the more local yeah, right? channel. <laughs> like, after the impeachment's done, CNN's scrounging for things to report on. Yeah, right? They're like, uh, what did Johnny get for Christmas? Well, which is weird because it's like, this is 2000, I mean, this story comes from 2019 Christmas, mm-hmm. and it sounds a magnifying glass. It's like, what is this, 1940s? <laughs> yeah, what you get? I got a safety pin with eyes <laughs> drawn on it. It's like, he's going to get bullied at school. He's going to go back to school and be like, what'd you get? I got an Xbox. Oh, what'd you get? I got a drone. What'd you get? A magnifying glass? <laughs> but I set my yard on fire with it. <laughs> Bet your Xbox doesn't do that. <laughs> 
So according to CNN, Nisa Lynn Parsons says her 12-year-old son was really excited by the magnifying glass he got as a gift. She thought he wanted it for reading, but he tried to see if he could light a fire with it instead. Like, does your kid have that bad a vision? Well, that's the that's <laughs> the worst parenting ever, right? We thought he might need it for, for reading. So instead of getting his eyes checked out... <laughs> He's now in the Guinness Book as the world's youngest person with cataracts. Jeez. <laughs> According to Parson, he went outside with his brothers to use the sun to burn holes in newspapers with his gifts. This is so old timey. Like, who has newspapers? Yeah. With 12 year olds, like, let me get my stack of the funnies. Yeah. Or who has a lawn in Texas? You know what, though? I think this is actually the how uh, season two of Making a Murderer starts. <laughs> However, CNN reports that wind blew embers on the lawn, which caught fire. Then the Christmas lights started to melt. Oh, those Christmas lights. Now, they were in the lawn. They were like post on post versus like on the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nisa also shared the story on her Facebook page, and there's a video of them putting out the fire with hoses. You would think in Texas they might use urine, yeah, but (laughs) they actually used they actually used hoses. Which I love that someone's like recording it while everyone's like, "Let's put out this fire." (laughs) Yeah, right. I would record this. Yeah, I mean, I would. Everything was under control until the boys came running into the house telling us that a corner of the lawn was on fire and the Christmas lights were melting. Parson wrote in her post. I think very unusual framing there yeah everything was under control until they came running into the house yeah. saying things were on fire they were like the fire in the backyard was yeah. under control that was cool that was a controlled burn <laughs> for our other kid we got a butane torch for for christmas <laughs> barson says the family jumped to work and was able to put out the fire immediately the mom says instead of a tragedy the family has a christmas story to remember so how much trouble do you think this kid is in None. I mean, they seem pretty high spirits about it. I went on her Facebook page, and she is pumping the hell out of it. Yeah, so just, uh, I'll just read the first sort of... She has Munchausen by magnifying glass. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to read this, the first sort of two sentences of her Facebook post about this instance. It says, Christmas Day was memorable to... Christmas Day was memorable to say the least. My 12-year-old son, Caden, who is an avid reader, an honor student, and interested in science, asked for magnifying glass for Christmas. Why does she need a post? And not only is he an avid reader, an honor student, and interested in science, he's also an arsonist <laughs> and not allowed in Australia. <laughs> he's on a watch list. Like, he may have been the one. <laughs> it's like a basketball player asking for basketball shoes. No, it's not. It's like a reader not being able to read. Yeah, right. We thought it was for reading, but instead he tried to see if he could light a fire it's with like it. It's like a basketball player asking for like old-timey converse. Yeah. It's just, and short shorts. I, the whole fact that they thought it was for reading like blows my mind. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe we should get you some reading glasses. Yeah. Not a monocle. Here's, a giant <laughs> monocle. Here's a gift certificate to the optometrist. Yeah, here's your copay. So uh, she writes, we grabbed buckets. Justin turned the sprinklers on and I grabbed blankets to smother and trap it before it could spread anymore into the neighbor's yard, Parson wrote. I like how they're like, oh, we'll just turn the sprinklers on. Like, yeah. Yeah. And there's a picture of the kid. It's pretty funny. And the whole family's in their Christmas pajamas. Yes. And so according to his mother, Caden was shocked and surprised to see. Oh, I his... thought that was his shirt. He's giving himself like a front wedgie. Yeah. No, no. He's he's uh, that's that's lower pants. That I thought is. that was a long shirt. No, no, no. He's wearing a plaid plaid upper and lower plaid on the top or on the bottom. Yeah, right. 
According to his mother, Caden was shocked and surprised to see what his magnifying glass was capable of doing. I, as a kid, that's the only thing I thought magnifying glasses were capable of doing. If he's 12, an honor student, and wants to be a scientist, um, he should have known that when he was like six. Yeah. So it goes like this. In bugs, fear, in order, magnifying glass, insect spray. Anteaters. Anteaters, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like their natural enemies, number three on the list. So what do we think about this? I think it's fun that someone didn't think about the consequences of the gift they were getting yes. someone. If you asked me for a magnifying glass, I'd assume you're going to light something on fire. Yeah, absolutely, it. yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, when the arson happens and they're like, they know how it started. They're like, oh, this was started with a big lighter. Mm. Like, how could they trace a magnifying yeah, glass? Yeah, true. It could be lasers. How could, yeah. Someone shot a laser. Yeah, Absolutely. I think it's hilarious that this was on Christmas, that it was a magnifying glass, because it makes me think of the Christmas story with the BB gun, and uh, yeah. you'll shoot your eye out. It's like, you'll light the lawn on fire. <laughs> You're going to light the lawn on fire. <laughs> no, I'm not. The kid goes outside. <laughs> I don't know. When the kid went outside with newspapers, a magnifying glass, yeah. and the sun, I'd be like, yeah, yeah no, no, Johnny. Yeah, right? Uh, and he looks, like, he looks like a future arsonist. Kind of has that vibe. Yeah, he does have an, ar- an arsonist vibe to him. Now, have you ever lit anything on fire with a magnifying glass? Uh, I can't. Nothing comes to memory. I've obviously messed with it because I was a teenage boy in the eighties. Yeah, you've probably lit a doobie a with kid, it. A little kid in the eighties. I have tried that actually. <laughs> that is a true. I have tried that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have smoked pot via a magnifying glass. Okay, I have done that. That's before. what this kid was trying to do. Essentially, before. yeah, I've done that. Definitely. My life. <laughs> you and this kid have both lit grass on fire with a magnifying glass. <laughs> there you go. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, this is a pretty cool story. And we'll post a picture of the kid because this pose is pretty funny because he's like posing for the camera, giving himself a front wedgie while his And it looks, fa- and his face shows that the front wedgie hurts. Yeah, while his family is furiously putting out a fire behind <laughs> him in matching pajamas. <laughs> Except his don't match. I mean, he's got a different top than everyone else. Yeah, that's true. There's a, there's a whole lot going on. So we'll post that. And uh, yeah, we hope that they continue to pass on this Christmas tradition. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time I put out a fire? No. I was driving down the road and like the ground is smoking, but there's no grass. It's like beauty bark. Uh-huh. So I get out. I stop my car. I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, there's no fire. Like It's hot. It's uh-huh. definitely hot. And s- smoke is pouring out of the ground. So I call the fire department. They come out and they're like, "Oh, what happens is someone throws like a cigarette butt and it gets it's like a deep fire." Yeah. So they they let me put it out. Nice. Yeah, they gave me the bucket. I got to pour it on and oh, turn it cool. up the shovel. Did you get? And they got paid for it. Obviously, they got paid oh, for yeah, it. Yeah. I took some pictures with them. <laughs> they thought I was. An idiot. And then they show up to a house fire. They're like anyone who's watching, want to give it a shot? <laughs> We're a little hungover. <laughs> We're looking for a volunteer <laughs> from from the neighborhood. <laughs> All right, I like it. Yes. And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. Old Japanese scrolls show that in the 1500s, people used to engage in a funny but truly disgusting game where the players would try their best to outfart the others. Weird News Stories, pod duh. This story comes from pressfrom.info. That's a news source more reliable than a pharmacist that uses common core math. Is that, 
I'm not sure I even get that reference. Is that so? That's the, the the math the kids are using now. But the goal is not that you got the correct answer, but you did the formula right. Well, how can you do the formula right and not get the correct answer? Well, so you did you did the steps, but the numbers may be wrong. Gotcha. Yeah. So you don't want pharmacists to get a incorrect <laughs> answer. Yes. yes, and then they talk a little different, like. You want to take four groups of seven of this pill tonight. You're like, what? Yeah. So the story goes, Pablo Escobar's brother released a foldable smartphone that he claims can only be destroyed by fire. Nothing of acid, (laughs) ninjas. (laughs) For years, Pablo Escobar's brother worked as an accountant in the brutal Medellin cartel as it reinvented the global cocaine trade now he's reinventing the smartphone game pretty much now he's got his eyes set on a new market to disrupt smartphones (laughs) what what market are you disrupting cocaine distribution (laughs) roberto escobar 71 is releasing a foldable phone through his investment company escobar inc it's called the escobar fold one and it's named after his brother Oh. Fold One was Pablo Escobar's nickname, apparently. His Christian name is <laughs> Fold One. I like how he co-founded the cartel and then dabbles in consumer electronics. Escobar Inc. CEO Olaf Gustafsson told CNN that the screen is made of a proprietary plastic that makes it almost unbreakable, claiming that it is the most durable telephone screen on the market. It's made up of half plastic and half ashes of our enemies. <laughs> and leftover cocaine. <laughs> the proprietary plastic is cocaine residue. <laughs> the phone works great, but you may not want to get pulled over. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot cross international borders with it. It will make drug calls for you automatically. I wonder if it's strong enough. We did a story about a guy that uh, someone shot an arrow at him and yep. his smartphone stopped it. Yep. I wonder if it's good enough to stop an arrow. Uh, apparently, to them, it is. All right. Prices start at $349. The phone uses Google's Android operating system. That's, that's a solid deal for a phone. $350? Yeah. And it folds. Apparently. Yeah, but when it, it folds like a euro. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it does. Like a, versus a sheet of paper. Like a taco almost. Yeah, like yeah. you can put sweet, sweet <laughs> internet. <laughs> you can put some meat, some cheese in there. <laughs> Our phone has gone through rigorous testing. Gustafsson said the only true way to break our phone is to burn it, which I would imagine an average user would not do. I would imagine the average user is buying it because they're fans of the Escobars and they're drug dealers, and they're probably going to try and flush the phone and then burn it. <laughs> we, I love how you said we've been through rigorous testings. We've shot guns at it. We've shot rockets at it. And it's eaten Juan's mother's cooking. <laughs> It's made it through all three. The only way to destroy it is to say, Siri, the cops are on to me. <laughs> and then it blows up. <laughs> I love how they figured out setting it on fire is the only way to get rid of it, right? Yeah. He's like, trust us, all of our board of directors have set these on fire, <laughs> and it is the only way. The company was formed by... Yes, don't bother subpoenaing us for anything. <laughs> the company was formed by Roberto Escobar in 1984 as a holding company for assets and value protection for the Escobar brothers, according to its website. How is it legal that this has any money? Yeah, it explains a little bit later. There were at the time quite a bit of them, of these holding companies. Pablo Escobar was reportedly responsible for trafficking 80% of the world's cocaine during the late 70s and early 80s. Forbes put Pablo Escobar on its list of the world's billionaires from 1987 until 1993. Escobar was shot and killed on December 2nd in his hometown of Medellin while a fugitive from Colombian authorities. 
okay, so that we've got the backstory now. Yes. He was a billionaire, and then they're squandering their money in the cell phone game. <laughs> Roberto, his brother, surrendered to the police in 1992 during a crackdown of the Medellin cartel, and he spent 10 years in prison for drug-related crimes. You know, he had 10 years to go like, how do I smuggle a cell phone into jail? Foldable screen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> roll it up. You roll it up. You roll it I up. I love that you can be responsible for 80% of major drug in the world and only get 10 years of prison. Yeah. No, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> Here's the app that's going to sell it. You're going to open up your tablet into like a little screen, and then it's going to have lines that will look like cocaine, and it's going to look like you're sniffing it. Oh, But it's really just It's going to have lines just where to put the cocaine, right? Yeah. Like, follow this line. <laughs> it comes with a little cut-up credit card. <laughs> yeah, it's got a scale built into it. <laughs> After his release, he set up a tour of one of his brother's homes as a business and once claimed that he discovered a breakthrough in finding a cure for AIDS. You know what that cure was? What? Burning it. <laughs> <laughs> Now half blind and half deaf from a letter bomb that went off close to his face in prison in this 1993. Dude's intense. Roberto has dreams of becoming a smartphone maker by following in the footsteps of Samsung with its Galaxy Fold. So his his innovation is copying someone else's <laughs> yeah, innovation. <right. laughs> It'd be cooler if like the phone became a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> right? We went Oh, to- that was the Samsung note. <laughs> It's already been invented. Yeah, right? We want to beat the competition, Gustafsson told CNN. We figured out very fast that if we make a good telephone that folds for a reasonable price, we can sell many units. And that is what is happening now. Oh, so it's already available. Yeah, it is out, man. I would totally buy it. But you are on a separate article where this guy, Pablo Escobar's brother, Roberto, is suing Apple. He's suing Apple for $30 billion. <laughs> For, quote, cheating the people and selling worthless phones, unquote. Yeah, he's like, I'm used to selling high-grade A Colombian Colombian phones. phones. (laughs) Here you are selling grade B out on the market. And if you listened a few weeks ago, we did a story about the country of Colombia suing Walmart for a sweater. So this is is very funny that Roberto Escobar is suing... Suing Apple. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, those Colombians have it out for the uh, United States. They do. So what do we think about this? I mean, I'm down with a cool phone. However, it does look like you just walk around with a taco in your pocket. Yeah, it's, it doesn't look great. It looks like a tablet that you can fold in half, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a foldable tablet. Yes, <laughs> essentially. Uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's nice. I'm glad that he's, you know... God is a business outside of prison, (laughs) right? That's like on the up and up. But the question is, where did he get all the money to invest in this? Yeah. Wouldn't they sort of seize his accounts and stuff? You would think they would, but Columbia obviously has reasons to keep it in Columbia. Yeah, true. We'll see see if we can get these anywhere. I would totally buy one right now. Yeah, would you really? Yeah. It's funny. They don't say the name of the company, do they? Yeah, Escobar One. Oh, yeah, Escobar Fold One. Yeah. It's kind of cool, and it's crazy. I want to learn more about the bomb that went on, the letter bomb. Yeah. Right? It's in stock from Escobar, Inc., for $349. Works on all networks. It comes with a list of contacts in it. (laughs) You need some cocaine. You need some uh, (laughs) someone to take somebody out. (laughs) You need a mule. (laughs) The pictures, the first three are just like chicks in in underwear. Yeah, so if you Google Fold One Phone, the first three pictures and videos are just chicks in bikinis. Not bikinis, they're in lingerie. Yep. 
folding the phones seductively. <laughs> folding up the taco. <laughs> they have my family. I have to do this video shoot. <laughs> Exactly. And there is a lot of information. CNN's doing it. Vice, there's a lot of... So it's a legit thing that's out there right now. Yeah, so according to Vice, um, the Fold 1 is a rebranded FlexPay. F-L-E-X-P-A-I. Mm, gotcha. Well, I don't know, 350 I, I would buy it. Yeah, why I might not? read a couple reviews, check it out on Yelp, see see what they're, what they're giving yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. That is it for today, folks. I want to thank you so much for your time, your ears, your, your energy, your karma. Yes. Your good vibes. Your good vibes that you've been sending our way. You're not stabbing your Matt and Louis voodoo dolls yes. today. Yes. We appreciate it. Actually, I do have, I did donate blood today. Oh. So I do have a little thing. So maybe someone did poke. You with a IV vest. <laughs> <laughs> I feel hydrated. <laughs> So where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? I'm just kicking around doing some local gigs. So you can find me kicking it around the Seattle area. Are those gigs that people can't come see? Yeah, no, it's like I'm doing the whatever school. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it'd be inappropriate for them to show up to a school unannounced. Yeah. I mean, I don't care, but the school might. You have to have written permission from the state to go. They should also. Yeah. I don't need written permission. Oh, okay. Okay. I do have my certification to be alone with children in an educational setting. What? What? What does that even mean? Yeah. You have to be, you have to get a certificate to do that? Yeah. By the state of Washington? Yeah. And here's the messed up thing. So the first place that required me to do it, it's just they fingerprint you and then do a background check. Uh It's good for two years. But you just need to have your appointment scheduled Mm -hmm. so you don't have to have actually cleared anything yet. So essentially you could just keep rescheduling. Well, so what I did is I, like, you can book them up to like 180 days out. Uh So the school's like, hey, we need you. And I'm like, okay, uh, you need this thing. So I scheduled 180 days out. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to maximize my $40. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. (laughs) So I do that and they're like, okay, you're good. I go do the show. This is a while ago when I first got it. And then that 180 days comes up, and I try and move it, and they're like, no bueno, you can't do that. Well, you couldn't just cancel the appointment or not show up for it? Well, you already pay the 40 bucks. Oh, you prepay. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And it's like a mile from where I live gotcha. to go in. So yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, that I can be alone with that children. you can be alone with. In an educational That you needed setting. a certificate. That's a little troubling that you needed a certificate. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's oh, awesome. And then other, other schools, I've mentioned I have this. They're like, wow, that exists? That's cool. And I'm like, really? Yeah, no, you don't want to tell other schools. You have yeah. to. No, no, you don't want that. Because there's a couple. There's the education one and then the general like, state patrol and background then the not, check. Do you have the not touching one? Yeah. Uh, no, no. That's the around children unsupervised is the general one. Gotcha. I have one step up. Okay. So they'll ask me to take that, the lower one. I say, I have this one, and they're unaware. You're like a certified babysitter. Yes. You've officially. But I, but I can teach your children. You've been, yes. What are you, what are you teaching them? <laughs> <laughs> when I have a kid, you can teach them. Yes. I don't need to see your certificate. <laughs> I can book it out 180 days and keep renewing it on your watch. So where can they catch the Matt Baker Comedy Stunt Show? I will be on the Emerald Princess Cruise. The EP. Yes. And we are, I believe, going to Columbia, some other 
drug stops. Yeah. Uh, I will be on that from the 21st to the 24th. And then I'm performing at a variety show locally Sunday the 26th called Evan's Variety Show. <laughs> there you ran go. by a guy named Evan. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty cool gig. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a good performer. It's going to be me, him, and I believe someone else. I haven't really looked at the program yet, but... That's a great uh, show to pull video out of, too. Oh, cool. It, nice. It's lit well. looks, yeah, looks way come classier on out. than it is. I don't know where exactly where it's at. It's at the University Heights in Seattle. I love how you know more about the show than I do. I did the first one. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's a free show, too. His is. Cool. So It's free. Yeah. Thank you. They're, for, not, from pay, a... they're not paying you at all. Wait, I'm not... <laughs> no, I think I'm getting paid. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> so come on out to that. Bring the family. I believe it's a family-friendly show, yep. and that is a, lo- a local gig that, here in Seattle that you can see if you live and in this area. He got like a city grant for it, so if you live in Seattle, you're paying for it whether you show up or not. Yeah. Uh, what's weird is I had to get certified. <laughs> To go and do this show. <laughs> to be around children. <laughs> to be in a community center. <laughs> you had to get some stuff expunged. Uh, so you can check that out, and uh, we I'll post something on my Instagram if you guys want to check that out at Comedy Stunt Show. So thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or stories that you want us to talk about, you can do that at info at oddandoffbeat.com. You can also visit us on the social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Barely Twitter. Yes, Barely Twitter, which is a new form of Twitter. It's less It's less character. It's down to 10 characters or less. Uh, and you can also join us on Patreon for additional content or all sorts of goodies, and that ranges from 2 to $20, whatever you uh, feel comfortable donating. And that's a lot of fun, and we want to thank the people who have already been donating via Patreon, yes. paying for our very short, very inexpensive drug habit. Yes, and podcast-related. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, thank you so much. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Gracias por escuchar el podcast de Out Enough Beat.